How's it going, everyone? I'm the conservative nerd, and welcome to the show. The first story I'm going to cover is called Joe Rogan Outrage. Spotify enacts sweeping new rules on, quote, dangerous content, such as deceptive medical information, threats to terminate rule breakers. I quote, The snowballing situation surrounding Spotify and Joe Rogan was elevated on Sunday when the streaming behemoth unveiled sweeping new rules regarding, quote, dangerous content on the platform. Spotify rolled out new restrictions on content that the platform deems as dangerous, deceptive, sensitive, and illegal. The rules will apply to musicians, podcasters, and other contributors. Spotify warns, quote, don't, don't promote violence, incite hatred, harass, or engage in any other behavior that may place other people at risk of serious physical harm or death, end quote. Spotify labels content dangerous if it promotes, like, selling illegal drugs, threatening serious physical harm, or acts of violence against a specific target or specific group, or glorifying child grooming behaviors. By Spotify's own terms, there would seemingly be no shortage of music artists who have already violated the new rules on what is to be considered dangerous content. In what appears to be an attempt to rein in Rogan, the streaming platform also unveiled new rules on content that promotes dangerous, false, or dangerous, deceptive medical information that may cause offline harm or pose a d- direct threat to the public health. Spotify will also crack down on contributors, contributors who assert that AIDS, COVID-19, cancer, or other serious life-threatening diseases are a hoax or not real. Encourages the consumption of bleach products to cure various illnesses and diseases. Suggests that vaccines, vaccines approved by the local health authorities are designed to cause death or recommend people to purposely get infected with COVID-19 in order to build an immunity to it. <laughs> Who's out there saying that cancer or AIDS are are a hoax is what I want to know. So Spotify has taken the same path that websites like Facebook and Twitter have already taken. They've become a publisher at this point. Now, if you're unfamiliar with the legal differences between platforms and publishers, the, the short version is that a platform isn't held legally responsible for content posted on their site. Say somebody threatens to kill somebody else. That's illegal, obviously, but the company who owns the site can't be sued. A publisher, on the other hand, can. If the publisher says something that's libelous on their site, they can be sued. The issue that I have with sites like Twitter, specifically, is that they are enjoying all the benefits of being a platform while also acting like a publisher. They ban and curate their content on their page like a publisher does, while at the same time not being held legally responsible for the content on their sites. Like I've said before, there's an entire community of pedophiles that's allowed to stay. You have leaders of terrorist organizations and graphic pornography on Twitter, and the company just turns their eyes from it. Yet they ban President Trump from Twitter. He's still banned. I personally had somebody threaten to kill me on Twitter, 
And when I reported it, the account was like shut down for maybe 24 hours and it was back up the next day. Maybe we need to strip the legal protections away from these sites now that they've taken the liberty to curate the content that they allow on their sites. Now, if Spotify wants to turn into the Terminator, terminating accounts, that <laughs> that's their right as a private company to do so. But they shouldn't be protected as a platform any longer at this point. Now, we've seen this vague terminology before. Quote, don't promote violence, incite hatred or harass. We know from a liberal standpoint that any speech can be seen as a microaggression. All it would take for this specific show to be taken off Spotify is one person, one blue-haired Lanwell, to get offended and complain to Spotify. Spotify claims that it stands for with the scientific and medical com communities, but if I say a man is a man and a woman is a woman, and you can't magically become one or the other, I'll be terminated. I'll be like Sarah Connor at the end of Terminator 2 when the nuke goes off. And, and all I've said just now is 100% factually true. And these truths weren't questioned in the medical community until a monster back in the 40s by the name of John Money made a little boy that unfortunately had a botched circumcision and lost his penis dress and act like a girl while growing up. His experiments surrounded actually two brothers, one with a botched circumcision and the, his brother, who was perfectly fine. He made one boy dress as a girl and the other brother dress as a boy. And then they, he, he, this psycho made these two brothers get into sexual positions with each other. And, and this is the father of the modern gender theory. This is where it started. And the saddest part of the story is both these brothers ended up killing themselves later on in life. This action by Spotify means nothing. They, they don't care. They don't, <clears throat> excuse me. They don't care about the mental or physical health of those who, on their platform. And the same goes for Twitter and Facebook. If they really cared, they wouldn't allow terrorists and child molesters to continue to use their platforms. The only thing these organizations care about is saving face and caving to the woke agenda. You won't find a single liberal artist or podcaster that will have their content banned on Spotify. That's not going to happen. It'll only happen to those like Joe Rogan and myself, those who dare question the authority of the snake oil salesman like Fauci, or question election integrity. But like I said, if Spotify, Twitter, and Facebook want to act like publishers, then they cannot have the legal protections of a platform. I'm gonna move on to the next article. California mom takes legal action against teachers who allegedly persuaded 11-year-old daughter she was a boy. A California mother whose sixth grade daughter was allegedly recruited by teachers and encouraged to change her name to a boy's name while being told not to tell her mother is taking legal action against the school district. Jessica Conan filed, legal, filed a legal claim against Spreckles Union School District claiming that Buena Vista, Buena Vista middle school teachers Lori and Kelly quote, planted a seed to convince Conan's daughter to believe that she was bisexual and then urged the girl to believe that she was a transgender boy. 
The Center for American Liberty, which is representing Jessica, stated, quote, Teachers encouraged Jessica's daughter to change her name to a boy's name as an expression of her new identity and specifically instructed her not to tell her mother about her new identity because her mother couldn't be trusted. Then they gave her articles and required her to read them on how to hide her transgenderism from her mother. Still without Jessica's, Jessica's knowledge, the teachers and administrators created a gender support plan instructing faculty to, to, to refer to her daughter by a new name, male pronouns, and let her use the unisex teacher's restroom, end quote. Jessica Conan, who said the two teachers gave information to her daughter on how to bind her breasts to keep them from developing. She told Fox News' Laura Ingram, quote, you wouldn't expect a teacher to be pre- like predatorial towards a child. They're supposed to be trusted. Their tactics are disgusting, end quote. And she's right that these teachers are supposed to be trusted. How dare these teachers attempt to pressure this girl into transitioning? These woke teachers have held on to the reins for too long, in my opinion. Teachers nowadays think it's their job to teach t- children this crap. Newsflash, your, your only job is to teach math, science, and history. That's it. Not morality, and certainly not sexuality. Apparently... Now there are some schools attempting to teach third graders with a book that talks about anal sex and transgenderism. Third graders. (laughs) This makes me sick even talking about it. And these teachers specifically are pedophiles in my book. This all started with the left's constant campaign to destroy the nuclear family. They believe that that the state is your mother and your father and it's the state's job to teach and raise your children like some kind of hive mind. That's the furthest from the truth that you can get. It's up to a mother and a father to teach morality and ethics. If I had it my way, I'd completely eliminate the Department of Education and sell off all the land. I'd completely privatize the education system. This idea along with school vouchers would be a hundred times better and more effective than just shoveling money into our current education system, which is essentially a furnace. Well, that'll never happen, but at least we can the least we can do is liquidate public sector unions. The fact that teachers unions can go on strike is the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Technically, it should be illegal for them to do so, because it's illegal to be taxed for services that you can't gain access to. So if, a te- so if teachers go on strike, the taxpayer isn't receiving the services it's been charged for. Also, unions just suck, in my opinion. It, they're not needed anymore. It, it, it's pretty much a money-making scheme, because teachers' unions give millions to Democrats' elections, And then the Democrats, once they get elected, give all the money back to the unions and more money than they had before. In the end, the ones who are hurt the most are the kids. And the second ones are the the actual good teachers who can't ask for raises because the 70-year-old crypt keeper who has been paying dues longer has to get a raise before they do. I want the best teachers to get paid as much as they want. And I want the bad teachers to be gone. 
we can't get those things with public sector unions in place. Maybe we should just make it to where teachers don't get paid unless their students pass their grades. That seems like a great start. But any anyone teaching kids about transgenderism should be arrested. Even if a child experiencing gender dysphoria, there there's a, a almost an 100% chance they will grow out of it by the time they hit puberty. And to place that mental condition on a child is abuse. You want to know why the suicide rate in the trans community is around 40%? Is because we aren't taking these mental conditions seriously. The left has convinced society that we need to affirm these mentally ill people instead of pushing them to get professional help. These teachers should be ashamed of themselves, and I tell any parent that has their kids in public school right now to take their kids out as soon as possible. The last thing I'm going to talk about today is our old friend Whoopi Goldberg over at The View has some interesting things to say about the Holocaust. Let, let's listen. Well, also, if you're yeah. going to do this, then let's be truthful about it, because the Holocaust isn't about race. No. No. It's well, not about maybe race. It, it, yeah. No, it's Jews about a different it, race. But it's it's not about race. It's not about well, race. What is it about? Because you, it's about man's inhumanity to man. That's what it's about. But it's about white supremacy. It's well, about but it's not, it's not about and, ideal and race. It's it's not but these are two Romans. white groups of people. Well, they how do we have to black people see them as white people? And they, but you're missing the point. You're yeah. missing the point. Yeah. The minute you turn it into race, it goes down this alley. So apparently Whoopi Goldberg's never read a history book whatsoever because she doesn't seem to understand that once the Nazis were done exterminating the Jews, that they would have started immediately on the Africans. And if the world just let Germany do its thing, the last race Germany would have called would be the Germans. Their whole ideology was about, a, was about race. And to deny that would be foolish. And, and you want to know why Whoopi is 100% wrong? If the Holocaust was really about man's inhumanity to man, the Nazis would have put all their last resources into the German war machine. But that's not what they did. The Nazis, when they realized that they were losing, they sped up what they were doing in the concentration camps. Because they wanted to murder literally as many Jews as they possibly could before the Russians got to Berlin. And anyone with half a brain and who's had a middle school history class would know this. Well, I guess it's only racism when a white man kills a black man, huh, Whoopi? I mean, if the Holocaust wasn't about race, neither was George Floyd's death or neither was Ahmed Aubrey's or any of these deaths that happened in the news. None of them are about race. Yet whenever these instances take place, Whoopi is the first one to cry racism. And America is a institutionally racist place and pretty much every institution should be torn down. So the next time a white cop justifiably or unjustifiably kills a black man, I'll just echo Whoopi's words that it's just man's inhumanity's demand. We, we need to make this fool eat her own words when the time comes and I'll be the first one to do so. Well, now we are at the end of January, and man, like, is it just me, or January's gone by way too quickly? Like, 
you blink and January's over. And this next month is actually going to be pretty huge for the gaming community. I mean, with how dried up the gaming industry has been for the past few months, like, I mean, we had nothing in quarter four of this past year. I'm excited for some life to be breathed back into it. I mean, we have an awesome uh, MMO called Lost Ark that's coming out that next month that looks pretty much like if Diablo 3 was an MMO. That's what it looks like. And I mean, in the best part, it's going to be free. So that's on my personal list to check out. Also, the game Elden Ring, uh, which is pretty much like an open world Dark Souls-esque game. And I personally loved the Souls games, so this is... Uh, I hope this one's worth buying, but with how AAA titles are, I, I'm not going to get my hopes up. The next uh, one coming out is the sequel to the game Horizon Zero Dawn, which is honestly a pretty awesome game. I mean, the gameplay is a little rough, but the story was fantastic. Excuse me, there, there was actually... That's actually one of the only games that I've ever played that I wanted to search out all the little side audio recordings to find out how the world ended. I mean, the the story was amazing. So I'm excited for the sequel. I I just hope they kind of freshen up the combat and the the mechanics a little bit. Uh, Next is Destiny. Destiny 2 is getting a major DLC called The Witch Queen this in February. And, and personally, I, I burnt myself out on Destiny, but I might re-download it to check out this DLC. I mean, I, I played the mess out of the first Destiny game and the second Destiny, like, but it was really lacking on content, so I'm not, sh- I, don't, I don't know if it's worth jumping back into at this point, but it might be. Lastly, my, my this game has been on my list for a long time and I was actually supposed to get this last year but they pushed it off until this quarter for some reason and this game's called Dying Light 2 and this sequel man is gonna be so good the first Dying Light is hands down the greatest zombie game ever I mean I, I personally put it over Left 4 Dead I, I know that's heresy but it's true I mean, you have an open-world zombie game with parkour and... uh, Like, what more can you possibly want in a game? So February is going to be big for gaming, and I'm I'm, I'm hoping for the best with these new titles. Uh, The last kind of a side note, but we have breaking news that Sony has just bought out Bungie. I mean, if you don't know who Bungie is, they're the original creators of the Halo games, and they're the current dev team behind Destiny. I guess with Microsoft's recent buy of Activision Blizzard, Sony had felt the need to respond with their own big purchase. I mean, I I think they purchased Bungie for almost $4 billion, and Activision Blizzard was 60-something billion, so not as big of a purchase. But is this as big of a win for Sony as people think? I mean, only time will tell. Personally, I don't think Halo or Destiny will be around much longer. Uh, I mean, Activision has Call of Duty, and 
that's only still kind of well, I mean, they make a Call of Duty every year at this point, and, and it's getting super old. I'm, I'm so done with Call of Duty games. And, I mean, Blizzard has World of Warcraft, Overwatch, Diablo, Diablo, and many more IPs. So if Sony wants to catch up, they need more developers that have not, not only developers, but developers with games that can go the distance. Now, if Sony was smart, they'd buy developers like Respawn. Now, Respawn was the OG Modern Warfare devs that made one of the most awesome games of my generation, Modern Warfare 2. Now, these guys got sick sick of being kicked around and started their own company with Blackjack and Hookers. They They went on to create the hit franchise Titanfall. They also made Apex Legends and a Star Wars game called Jedi Fallen Order, which all these games are pretty awesome. Now, EA currently owns Respawn, and I I hate EA as much as the next guy, and Respawn deserves better. I mean, these guys deserve a lot better, especially after what EA, on how EA boned the launch of Titanfall 2 by releasing Battlefield 1 a week before. So, Sony should buy Respawn, so hopefully us Titanfall fans get what we've been asking for for six years at this point. Man, I can't believe it's been six years already. And that's Titanfall 3. Just give us Titanfall 3. Screw Apex Legends. I'm done with Battle Royales. Just give us fans what we want. Please. Lastly, I'd like to mention that I was recently invited to be a guest on a show called A Better Utopia. A Better Utopia is an audiobook podcast full of dark adventures and magic. Follow the story of Sergeant Dunn as he returns home from a hellish war to a country that's on its way there. Written by a veteran and father of four, a better utopia's goal is to entertain and make the listener think about their views of life without having to listen to a bunch of political BS. I mean, this show is amazing. Like, the host is a great guy and we chat about a bunch of cool things, so... Go check it out uh, on Apple or Spotify and give this man a sub and a follow. I mean, he, he deserves it. And even though us conservatives are late to the game with the culture, I'm, I mean, we can make the difference up with new and great content like A Better Utopia that is void of all the liberal bullshit. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening. If you enjoyed the show, please leave a five-star review on Apple and Spotify. It really helps us out, get new, uh, get new listeners. Also, go follow us on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we just made a Gitter and a Parlor, so go follow the show on there for any updates with the shows. It, it'll most likely be on our social media pages. Also, you can go check out our awesome merch at anarcane.myshopify.com. That's A-N-A-R-C-A-N-E dot myshopify.com. And we have a bunch of awesome merch over there, so go check it out. And, well, I hope you have a great rest of your day. And remember, not all nerds follow the herd.